Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Okay, welcome everybody. Um, usually, usually I say a few pieces in this shear on the parsha, but for a reason which will become clear in a minute, I'm only going to say one piece tonight, a little bit of a longer piece. Um, I actually just arrived back in town, and I almost, I almost canceled this shear because we had to be in Lakewood nine o'clock Sunday morning and five o'clock Sunday afternoon. So we left Matzah Shabbos to Lakewood. We stayed over, and then I stayed over Sunday night. And early Monday morning, I drove to Queens, and I usually stay over Monday night. But this is not like, you know, this is, you know, you have weeks like this. It's not over yet. But my wife's best friend made a chasana in Baltimore last night. So she stayed in Lakewood. And I, was, I, and I had a meeting today at 4.15 with Revelia Brudney about a couple that I'm working with in Flatbush. So I decided I'll drive back to Lakewood last night. And tonight I'll stay in Queens because I don't know if I'm going to make it back in time for the year. At the last minute, I just couldn't, I'm, I'm being 100% honest, I couldn't imagine missing this year. And, uh, and I switched my whole schedule, Mamish, the last minute, and I stayed in Queens last night. And, uh, and I just literally just got home and sat down. And I just, I'd, I'd rather say one piece that I had a chance to think about, Be'ishev Adas, than to say several pieces, Be'pizer Adas. So, so that's what I'm going to... That's what I'm going to share with you. It's a very, very delicious piece. And it's especially delicious because it connects some things that we've said in previous parashiyas. It's like a, a, a climax of a build-up through different parts of Chumash Bereshis, as you'll see. When Yaakov Avinu is on his way down to Mitzrayim, Parshas Vayigash, Yaakov Avinu goes down to Mitzrayim. So the Pasuk says that he traveled, and when he came to Beersheva, he brought Karbanos. And the Pasuk tells us, He brought Karbanos to the Hashem of his father Yitzchak. Now, Yaakov's grandfather was also a big tzaddik, Avram Avinu. So why, when the Torah says who he brought Karbanos to, does it say he brought Lelekei Aviv Yitzchak? Why doesn't it say Lelekei Avi Aviv Avram? So Rashi says, interestingly, that Chayev Adam Bechvoid Aviv Yoiser Mikvoid Ziknoi. Interesting. A person is more Chayev in the covet of his father than the covet of his grandfather. In other words, the obligation of covet first comes the father, then comes the grandfather. Which is fascinating because the father is mechayiv to be mechavid, the grandfather. But still, a person is chayiv first bechavid aviv. So that means, that's interesting, Derech Heretz lesson. That means that if you make a simcha and you get up to speak and you say, I'd like to thank, who do you thank first, your father or your grandfather? It means that you should thank your father first, right? Chayiv adem bechavid aviv. But the Ramban asks on this, not from the klal, 
But he says, like, why couldn't he just say that? Why why can't he just include both and just say vayizvach zvachim Why is it one or the other? So I want to see if in the next few minutes we could discover perhaps a mahalach of what was special about the yachas specifically to Yitzchak that was relevant on this journey down to Mitzrayim. Now, they got to Mitzrayim and Yosef HaTzadik sent them to meet Paroi. And when he sent them to meet Paroi, he was a little concerned about how they present themselves. And he gave them instructions, he coached them how to speak to Paroi. And it specifically, the Pasuk is Meirich to discuss that he coached them about what their profession was. Perek Mem Vav, Pasuk Lamed Gimel, V'hoya ki yikro lochem Paroi v'omar ma ma'aseichem. When Paroi asks you, what do you do? We get that question sometimes, what do you do? V'amartem, and you should say, Anshei mikne hoyu avodecha, your servants were shepherd. From the time we were young until now. They're really laying it on thick. Not only will we spend our whole... It's a, it's a family tradition for us. Because Yosef had a cheshbin that he wanted Paroi to separate them. And since the Mitzrayim have a little bit of an issue with, um, with shepherds because they worship sheep... So he would separate them, and Yosef wanted to make sure that there was a hevdal, a separation between Klal Yisrael and Mitzrayim. So, ba'avur teishvu be'eretz goyshen, ki soyavas Mitzrayim kol royeitzayin. The Mitzrayim uh, detested royeitzayin, and therefore he knew that Paroi would need to place them in a separate place. It is interesting, just just as a, a parenthetically, it's interesting that you see. Yosef had zero concern about like what their reputation would be. You know, like, it was just interesting. Like, his concern was that Yidin should be able to live separate from Goyim. If, if, if Paroi thinks it's because they have a lowly profession, whatever he thinks, it's not the point. It's just, it's just interesting. We would, want, we would be working so hard to make, make a, a positive impression. And of course, there is such an agenda, and you see even in the way that Yosef coached his brothers that he, you know, he didn't want them, Paroi, to think poorly of them, but the first priority was that they should be separate. But I want to discuss a little bit why this. Why was this the tactic? What was the agenda here specifically to insist that we, that the, that the Shvatim be shepherds? Now, this is really exciting. At the very end of Sefer Yeshua, the Psukim describe the Kvura of Yosef. Yosef HaTzadik was Nifter in the end of Vayichi, and his Arain, along with the other Shvatim, traveled with Klal Yisrael in the Midbar for 40 years. In fact, the Gemara in Saita says, as we've spoken about in the past, that the Oroin of Yosef was kept in Moshe Rabbeinu's Oyel, Imoy bim chitzasai, 
Right? That's how the Gemara knows that a Tomei Mace is Mutter B'machan Eleviyah, because, uh, because the Oren of Yosef was in Moshe Rabbeinu, who was from Shevet Levi, Moshe Rabbeinu's tent. And finally, when they got to Eretz Yisrael, and they did the, uh, the 14 years of Kibush V'chiluk, they buried Yosef HaTzadik. And the very end of Sefer Yeshua, Perik Chav Dalet, Pasuk Lamed Beis, the Pasuk describes where they buried Yosef. And the bones of Yosef that the Bnei Yisrael brought up from Mitzrayim, they buried in Shechem. And now the Pasuk describes Shechem. In the field, in that field that Yaakov acquired, may Ace Bnei Chamor Avi Shechem from Chamor Avi Shechem b'Meya Kesita for the price of Meya Kesita, and that's where they buried Yosef. What is the what is the pasuk referring to? So of course it's referring to uh, pasuk in Parshas Vayishlach. The pasuk in Vayishlach describes after the encounter that. Yaakov had with Esav and with the Malach of, first with the Malach of Esav and then with Esav. So the Pasuk says that Vayava Yaakov Shalem Ir Shechem, after that whole encounter with Esav, Yaakov came to Shechem. He camped by the, by the front of the city, Vayichan as Peneho Ir, Vayiken as Chelkas Hasada, and he bought a Chelek of a field. Chelkas Hasada, Asher Noto Shama Holoi, Miyad Bnei Chamor Avi Shechem B'Meya Kesita. This is it. This field in Parshas Vayishlach that Yaakov Avinu bought after he walked away from Esav is the field in the end of Yeshua that they buried Yosef in that, that's Yosef's Beis HaKvaris. Pella. And I want to explain what the connection is, why was it important that Yosef be buried specifically in the field, and it's so referenced with such dikduk, in the field that Yaakov bought, the Meya Kesita from Shechem, like that exact field that Yaakov bought after the encounter with Esav. So, so let's do a little Chazara of a topic that we've touched on in different parshiyas this year, and perhaps even more so last year. You might, those of you that were here for the shiurim last year might, might even, this might even ring a louder bell for last year's shiurim. But we've discussed the tension that existed between Cain and Hevel. Cain was an oived adama. Cain worked on the field. And Hevel was a royet sain. Hevel was a shepherd. And Cain brought a carbon to Hashem. We always point out that the Pashtus is that it was Cain's idea. Simple reading of the Psukim. I don't think all Rishinim agree, but the simple reading of the Psukim is that Cain had an idea to bring a carbon. And he took for some of his, his flax or whatever it says that he brought as a carbon to Hashem. And Hevel was very inspired by that. So Hevel also brought a, a carbon. Why am I saying Hevel was inspired? Because the Lashon HaPasuk is the Hevel Hevi Gam Hu. And also Hevel. Sounds like he was coming off Cain, right? 
Me too. How many times do you hear that from your kids? Me too. That means that someone else inspired it. Right? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepted Hevel's carbon and not Kayin's. And Kayin was very upset. Kayin was very upset. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Kayin Musar. And Hashem said to Kayin, Lama charalach, why are you in pain? Vilama <coughs> naflu panecha, why has your face fallen? Halayim tetiv se'es, if you'll do good, se'es. What does se'es mean? Says the Ramban that se'es is a lashon of being lifted, like hisisa. And imtative se'es means that if you'll do good, you'll be even greater than Hevel. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was telling Kayan the way we explain that Ramban is as follows. Okay, let, let me focus exactly on the Nikuda here that's important for us. Rashi tells us that Hevel did not want to work the ground. Because the ground had been so recently cursed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu after the Chait of Adam Arishan. Kites, Vidardar, it was not, it was not a, a pretty situation. Ha'aretz asher eira ra Hashem. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu cursed the ground. So Hevel searched for a profession that involved being more distant from the actual ground, and that's why he was a shepherd, a, sh- a shepherd doesn't have to work the ground itself, even though the animals graze from the ground, but it's a little bit less of direct contact with the ground. Kayan, though, did work the ground. <clears throat> what was Kayan's cheshman? So it would seem that there are different parts of our Avaidis Hashem. There's an Avaidis Hashem where you try to engage in Ruchnias as much as possible. That's one aspect of Avaidis Hashem. There's another aspect of Avaidis Hashem where you try to lift up that which is distant from Hashem and bring it back to Hashem. Where you try to be Makarif things to Hashem. Right? So you could have uh, two Rabbeim. And one of them teaches in a yeshiva that the Bachrim are fired up to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu day and night without, without stopping. And you could have a Rebbe who's spending his life being Mechanech Talmidim that have drifted from the Dvar Hashem and he's trying to bring them back. Which Rebbe is more chashiv? How could you ask such a silly question? There are two important roles in Klal Yisrael. There's a role of engaging in Ruchnias, and there's a role of lifting up that which has fallen, that which is cl- too close to the physical, or to be metaher esatmeim, or to be mekarev esarechaykim. That's also a very important part of our Avodah. Hevel was engaged in Ruchnias. Well, that's what the word Hevel means. Hevel means Ruchnias. Hevel. Kayin, which is a Russian of Kenyan, of acquisition, of stuff, Kayin had a different job. He had the job of lifting up, of, of dafka working with the ground that Hashem cursed. And of course, it was more difficult for him to serve Hashem from there. 
we obviously don't understand the details of what was going on. Like, why couldn't he take the good payers? Why did he take the bad payers? But something in his avoda made it difficult because he was dealing with a difficult nisayin. He was dealing with the tough stuff. So the Rebbe that, um, that's dealing with the Talmidim that have drifted away from Hashem, so you're going to come and ask Akasha, how come your guys are not finishing Nashem and Ezekim when they leave Yeshiva? Because that's not my job. That's not my goal. I'm here to... So the same thing with Kayin. Kayin, it was a slower job. But he got frustrated. Which also happens. He got frustrated. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Kayin, if you'll do good, you'll be even greater. Because to lift up that which is close to Hashem is one level of Kavit Shemayim. But to lift up something which is far from Hashem, when you, it's going to take longer. But when you're Matzliach, that those Talmidim finish Nashem and Nezikim, and sometimes they do, oh, that's a mind-boggling Kavit Shemayim. Imtative, if you'll do good, Se'es, you'll be even higher. That was the, that was the message to Kayan. Fast forward, Cain did not pass that test because Cain ended up killing Hevel. Fast forward generations later and there was still this idea in the world that there are two approaches and two parts. There's a partnership between two halakim and serving Hashem. And the goal was, and this is what Yitzchak Avinu thought, the goal was that there would be one giant whose job is called Yeshev Oihalim, and Oihel is Arai. It doesn't really belong in this world. It's a, a Diras Arai. But that's because he would be completely focused on Ruchnius, and there would be another giant, his brother, that's called an Ish Sada, a man of the field. And his job would be to engage like the Kayan of the world, to engage in the physical world and to bring it closer to Hashem. Imagine the partnership between an Ish Sada and a Yoshev Ayhalim, where one of them is focused on the world of Ruchnias, bringing down gallons of Ruchnias to this world, and the other one spreading it out all through the world to every person that's Ruchik from Hashem and bringing him close. Could you imagine that? That's what Yitzchak wanted with his two children, Yaakov and Esav. That was the goal. Esav didn't want to do that job. Esav really liked the idea that his makayim was to be karoiv to Eilam and he got distracted by Eilam So instead of bringing it back, in other words, instead of him being makariv the world to Hashem, the world sucked him in. And he indulged, he became an ish sada in the worst way, being over on all these averis and indulging in this world and being selfish and and not being interested in the avodas Hashem part of it. To the point that when Yaakov went in to get the brachos, the brachos, by the way, were supposed to be for Esav. They were supposed to be for the ish sada. Look at the brachos, you'll see that for the ish sada. Who's that for? That's for the Ish Sada. So Yaakov went into Yitzchak, and Yaakov, when Yitzchak said, Who is this? Yaakov said, I am now taking on a new role. In addition to being Yaakov, I'm also taking on the job to be Esav. 
Because Esau's not doing the job. So I'm going to do both. I'm going to do the Yaakov role, but also Anoichi Esav Becharecha. I'm going to be Esav your Bechar. I'm going to do the Esav role. Now imagine this. Moving on. You see how we're moving through Chomish Barashas here? Let's go a little weiter now. That was Parashas Taldais. Let's go to Vayishlach now. So, Yaakov sends messengers to Esav, and he says, Vahili Shor, Vachamor, Tsoin, Veeved, Veshifcha, says Rashi, no land. So Yaakov says, Rashi says, Yaakov was telling Esav, Ovi Omarli, Mitala Shemayim, right, that you're going to have Mitala Shemayim, Mishmaneha Oret, so you're going to have land. No, it didn't work. It didn't work. I don't have land. And we asked, if you remember, we asked, that's what Yaakov sent a message to Esau, that the, the Tata's bracha didn't work? Seriously? That it didn't work? That Yitzchak's bracha didn't work? What was he trying to tell Esau? But according to what we said until now, he was trying to tell Esau, you still have a chance to be the Ish Sada. I have not yet been granted the Sada. I'm still in transition. And I'm giving you a chance now. Esav, please, Rabbi Tzadik says this mefurish, that Yaakov was offering Esav his job back. Esav, take, be the Kayin. Be the imtative Seis. That's why Rabbi Tzadik says, um, Yaakov told the Malachim, to my master Esav. Esav is Yaakov's master? Well, if Esav would do his job, it would be like Kayin, who's even greater. So he said he would be his, his superior in Ruchnius. So that's why well, he said, he was offering him his job. Did Esav accept the job? He did not. Esav came with 400 men. He wanted to kill Yaakov. He absolutely did not accept the job. So then whose job is it going to be? If Esav doesn't accept the job, whose job is it going to be? Well, it's going to have to be, Yaakov is going to have to do both jobs, as we, Klal Yisrael, do today. As we have our Yisachars and our Zavulans, and we have our in the base Medrash people and our out of the base Medrash people, and we're Mekadosh Shem Shemayim all over the world. Because we, we're doing all the jobs. So what did Yaakov do when he walked away from Esav? And Esav didn't accept the job. First thing, the first thing Yaakov did, Vayiken Eschelkas HaSadeh. Yaakov bought a field. Unbelievable. Yitaka bought a field. And this field was very representative that he was taking on the role of being an Ish Sada. I always think that Vayikin is Oisi, is Vikayan. So that's the Adkan Awachazara. Now Klal Yisrael goes down to Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, in a sense, is like the new Kayan. What do I mean by that? Mitzrayim, the Pasuk describes as Besar Chamoyrim Besarim. Mitzrayim is very, very, very physical. We know that they're called Ervas Haoretz. Mitzrayim is a very, very physical and a very um, um, physical 
magnetically physical place that's that's um that and it's 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 a, and it's a, it's a, it's a it's a yurida to Mitzrayim. It's a place of yurida of Gashmias and yurida. The Mitzrayim, Rapsadik writes, listen to this, very important. The Mitzrayim were kaifer in the idea of Kedusha Saguf. Do you know that? They, they understood that you could get Kedusha outside of the Guf. But that the Guf itself could have Kedusha, that there's such a thing that our physicality, we could have a Brits Mila, that there could be Kedusha in our Guf. They were Kaifer. In fact, they had such an agenda that we stay Chumri, that they were Geyser, because they thought if they could kill the Inn before they have Das, they could prevent them from having any Kedusha at all. What a mistake, because Yidin are born with Kedusha. Because we're Kadosh Meirechem. Because we have Kedusha from the moment that we're born. But that was a, a, that's Mitzrayim. Reb Tzaddik says that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim and put us by Har Sinai, part of the Aliyah that we had was that we, is like the contrast between Mitzrayim and, and Klal Yisrael, is that Mitzrayim is kaifer in the idea that we're inherently Kaddish, with the Beneha Avais, and we're inherently Kaddish, and Klal Yisrael, our foundation is that idea, that our Guf has Kedusha. Yosef HaTzadik, who led the way for Klal Yisrael to go down to Mitzrayim, his Iker Nisayan was, of course, with that physicality. That's why he had the Nisayan with Ashes by Tifar. That was his Nisayan. That was the, uh, that was the role that he was being mechen. He was creating a place in Mitzrayim for, for, for Yidin that have Kedusha. Think about what he did. He made the whole Mitzrayim get bris milas. And he also, he did a very unbelievably uh, wise thing. During the hunger, Yosef made them all move. They all had to move away from their land. They all had to switch. It was one of the things that Yosef did. He severed their connection to the karka. In his attempt to create a place that will be hospitable for Yidin, he tried as hard as he could to separate them from Gashmias and from the land. So if that's Yosef's job, think about this, it's unbelievable. What better place in the entire world is there for Yosef to be buried than in that plot of land that Yaakov Avinu bought when he was taking on the role of, of, of being the Ish Sada, of lifting up, of, of having Kedusha Sagoth, of, of lifting up the, the, the Karka from, from its, from its Tumah. <clears throat> and that perhaps is why Yosef encouraged the Shvatim to say that they wanted to be Roye Tzayin in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, by the way, in case, in case you're asking, what do you mean, Adarava? Let them be farmers and let them work the land, Bikadusha. No, 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 this wasn't their land. This wasn't their land. This was a land that was already in the hands of Mitzrayim. And the way to preserve their kedusha is to say, anything that we could do to keep ourselves away from the from the from the the uh, 
the Kenyan Karka. Let's we'll say we're Roy Sain, we're like we're like Hevel. Who's the Av who represents the idea of being Kadosh Meirechem? Of the Kedushas HaGuf of Klal Yisrael? Yitzchak. Yitzchak is the first one who was born with the Kedushas Yisrael. While, while Avram Avinu was the first one to acquire Kedushas Yisrael. But Yitzchak is the first one to be born. That's the famous uh, Yiddish phrase that the Pachad Yitzchak teaches us about the levels of the three Avais, that Avram is the first one to become a Yid, and Yitzchak is the first one to be born a Yid, and Yaakov is the first one that Yisrael Afal Pishachata Yisrael, that you stay a Yid. He said, Avram is the Ershta Gevorener, Yitzchak is the Ershta Gevorener, and Yaakov is the Ershta Farfalener. Yaakov is the first, Avram is the first one that became Yitzchak is the first one that was born that way, and Yaakov is the first one that he stays that way. And it's unchangeable. Yitzchak had a son, Esav, he managed not to stay a Yid. But from Yaakov and on, the, the Kedusha remains. So uh, imagine this, Yaakov Avinu is heading down to Mitzrayim. He's heading down to a place that's a place of, of, of incredible physicality used for Tumah. And the the um, and the ideology of that place, the ideology of that place is that there is no kedushas haguf. Kedushas haguf does not exist. There's no kedusha in the in the chaimer, in the physical. So Yaakov Avinu brings karbanis. He brings karbanis leloike aviv yitzchak. On his way down to Mitzrayim, he brings Karbanos in honor of his father Yitzchak, who was the first one who was Kadosh Meirechem. And then they go down to Mitzrayim, and they keep away from the Karka. Although they have the job of both things, of being Ruchni and being Makadish the Gashmias, but from both ends, from both, from their, their desire for Ruchnias, and from their wanting to maintain their Kedushas Aguf. They keep away from the karka. We're royet sign. You know what we do? We're royet sign, like 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 Hevel, not like Cain. And and when Yosef eventually gets buried in Eretz Yisrael, Yosef, who prevented us from falling to a to a to the to the kilkel of kedushas haguf, to the kilkel of of getting lost in the guf, he's buried in that place that Yaakov Avinu was kind of that. That Chelkas Hasada, the Yaakov Avinu was kinda when he when he left Esav Russia. I think that it's uh, I think that it's important for us to remember that there are different types of Nisiyanos in our lives and different Tkufas of Nisiyanos. Even this Dvar Torah that I, we just shared, where sometimes the role is to roll up our sleeves and to buy land, and sometimes the role is to say, no, 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 we're Roy sign and it's really the two sides of the same coin. It's both about trying to engage in Ruchnias properly 
I think that it's important for us to recognize that sometimes our Avayitz Hashem demands that we're out there and we're dealing with things, sometimes things that are unpleasant or, or like people that have to engage this time of year. It's such a difficult thing. Anybody that works among guys, and when you work at home, it gets a little easier. It's a little easier, but you're not out of the woods. You know, in terms of the holiday season and holiday spirit and all of that, in terms of doing that properly. And you find yourself doing both tenuis. You find yourself sometimes saying, I need to engage in ruchnius. I need to separate myself from that. I need to do my learning and my davening. I need to have my Shabbos. I need to have my yantif. I need to have my mishpacha. That's one half. That's your yeshev ayhalim avoida. And then at the same time, we have the Avaida of engaging with that world, of going down to Mitzrayim and trying to stay separate while we're in Mitzrayim, of, of trying to be Mekadeshem Shemayim in a confusing world. And by the way, being Mekadeshem Shemayim is not always so simple because it's not, I think that sometimes we get fooled into thinking that Mekadeshem Shemayim is always when we're the nice guy. But it's not so simple. Sometimes we have to be Mekadeshem Shemayim by being not the nice guy. Sometimes we have to be Makadashem Shemayim by saying, I'm sorry, but that's not my belief. Like that story, I, did I tell you recently, I think, a story about this guy that came, you know, that story about this guy, this guy that tried to convince me that all religions should get along and therefore, you know, I could do a little believing in Christianity and he'll do a little believing in Judaism. Yeah, I had to really be not so uh, peaceful. Could you imagine someone comes in and says, we, we should love each other, right? What will you say? Of course we should. I have such a good idea. I'll come to your synagogue on Saturday. You come to my church on Sunday. So nice. What are you going to say? I'm sorry, I can't do that. An excuse as politely as possible. But the, the job of being out there and being the Kaddishem Shemayim is a job. And it has to be done with seichel and das and sensitivity to do the right thing. But this is the two parts of our job. Engaging in ruchnius and then figuring out how to live that life of, of uh, when we have to engage either with Umay Sa'ilam or with the physical world or with our Yetzirah, even our own Yetzirah, and to be able to do that properly. Yashakayach. What? You have been listening to Ashir from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shir on any daf and shas, including Maramakimas on each shir, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.